It's all about threes. The Sharks get their, their third straight win. They win 3 nothing. And I can't believe I'm saying this. Just a few weeks ago, they were 11 points out. Now they're just three points out of a playoff spot. What? Okay, this isn't making any sense. But we'll talk about all that and more right now on Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is April 2nd, 2021. No, this is no late April Fool's joke. The Sharks have won three in a row again. They take down the LA Kings with a shutout by Martin Jones tonight. Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every single Sharks game home and away. So if you want to be part of the team, well... Be a part of the show, actually. Buh, buh, buh. Easy for me to say. Teal together and chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page. Of course, follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, and find everything at tealtownusa.com. Pleased to be joined tonight by Mr. Ian Reed. Ian, how are you this evening? good um i mean it was you know it was a good game of hockey um there's there's i mean there's a lot to like about tonight's game um it's always nice when you know when the sharks do good it's good uh unless you're on team tank um, <laughs> there's not a whole lot from tonight that you should be disappointed with right yeah the, and and that's where you are are where, where you are in this sense and there's team tank or team playoff uh, you can look at this game in a multitude of ways, uh, but uh, you know, uh, you know, overall, uh, seemed like the Sharks played the played the Kings very well, and I mean, obviously they got the shutout, Ian. But as we begin the uh, recap here, uh, you know, they got off to a good start early, which is what Bob Booner has really been wanting. You know, Hurdle gets a goal with like in the mm -hmm. first three minutes, and you know, all all of a sudden, think it just seems like this team is clicking a little bit more now. Yeah, um, I think they, you know, they played pretty well last couple of games. Like, you know, they they played some pretty good hockey, um, but also, you know, the LA Kings are a bad team too, um, and I don't think that should be understated. And I know I'm not trying to be negative after a win. Um, I just think you know you have to be. <laughs> you still have to be somewhat realistic. Like the benefit that the sharks have right now is the absolute lack of strength and schedule or maybe strength and schedule. If you want to look at it from like a, from a, from a positive perspective, you know, right. They, they have a really, they have a pretty easy schedule going into the home stretch, you know, uh, a bunch of games against the uh, Kings and ducks. Now that might, you know, also work against the later. Cause I think that, after you know after a couple of games some of these games are probably going to get pretty nasty like i'm thinking those last couple of king sharks games those are probably going to be ugly because anytime you play a certain team you know especially a team like la like this is not there's there's never any love lost between these teams like these teams do not like each other 
Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter if they're playoff teams, they're not playoff teams, whatever. Like these teams always, you know, they they always play each other hard. And I think that by the end of the series, you know, um, we might see some really ugly hockey, <laughs> <laughs> which which will be good and fun to see. And if this team is to go anywhere tomorrow or this year, I, I mean, the the playoff intensity could be key for a lot of things even if it's even if you are on team tank where you where you hope the team doesn't come up with it you want to see that competitiveness in some form uh but also if you're team playoffs i mean you gotta love the tenacity tonight you know you get you get hurdle on the on the scoreboard it eventually becomes the game winner his 11th of the season from kinesov and balsers um you know that would be pretty much everything that would happen uh, in the first, and the second. You know, a couple of penalties by both teams, uh, but then Timo Meyer finally gets off the Schneid, and yeah, oh my goodness! I mean, his yeah, I first Timo Meyer. Timo Meyer probably had his best game of the year. Like I don't think I've there's been a a game this year where I thought Timo Meyer looked better. Um, he was all over the place tonight. Uh, he was, you know, he was, he was driving play. He's doing all the stuff like you want to see him. He was doing all the stuff you want to see him do, right? Like he's, you know, he's kind of in that power forward mold. And, and you saw that tonight. He was pushing play. He was carrying the puck in. Um, and I thought that, you know, again, like this was probably his best game of the year. Now, the thing with Timo Meyer this season has been consistency. Hopefully we see it going forward. But tonight, I mean, he was, you know, he was, he was probably my first star of the night because I thought he was everywhere. And, and yeah, as Lyon also played really well, like the, his line mates also played really well, but Timo Meyer did a lot of good things tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Laurel. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, who loves that Meyer Balsers hurdle, AKA my balls hurt line. I can't take credit for this, but. No, that um, that is uh, locked on. Uh, locked on, I think, was the oh, one geez. that tweeted that. Fantastic! It was yeah, outstanding. Was absolutely fantastic. But uh, you know, hey, uh, but hurdle Balsers and Meyer, like you said, that line contributed uh, everything, and each player got a goal tonight. You know, even including Balsers with an empty netter. There's definitely, you know. You're starting to see some gel in there, and, and it's nice to see that Timo, finally, thank you for getting off the schneid, and thank goodness, you know, that wasn't challenged. But what did you think of that challenge, that that first challenge of um, goaltender interference? I thought for sure that they were going to ding him, even, even just it was a little light tap that Dowdy falls into Peterson on. Yeah, I think here, so here's, here's two things, or like... I think that if that contact happens and that is when the puck goes in the net, that gets called back. The fact that Patterson was able to get, he was able to basically reset and let that goal in. It kind of, it was kind of similar to um, the last time I was on. Remember where Martin Jones kind of got, you know, the stick kind of hit Martin Jones in the pad and he got kind of gets, you know, spun around a little bit, but then he, you know, he was able to kind of get back in the play and it doesn't, um, that goal doesn't get called back. Um, 
because he was able to kind of, you know, make an effort on that save. Like he wasn't completely taken out of the play. I think same thing here. Um, now, could that call have gone against the Sharks? And I would have been probably not shocked. Yeah, because I have no idea what goaltender interference actually is in this league anymore. But um, I was leaning that it should have been a good goal, and I'm happy that it was, obviously. But, man, the NHL, I don't know what, it, I don't know what goaltender <laughs> interference is anymore. Like, flip a coin some of these times. Uh, it, it's really, it's sad that it's come to that point. But he, here's here's the thing. I mean... Obviously, if if they've called so many penalties, maybe they do call it. Never mind. Not going to get into the Tim Peel thing at all. But uh, you know, you you get that, and I'm with you. You know, if that goes right in, yeah, you yeah, call then you it call a goal. that back. That's goaltender yeah. difference. That's I get it. Yeah, yeah. You push, you push the defenseman into the goalie, and he can't make a save at that instant. Mm-hmm. It's goaltender interference for sure. Absolutely. Um, no, I think it was the right call, but I understand why Todd McClellan made the challenge because absolutely we have seen weirder things get called back. Um, so, yeah, I think that, you know, was it a good challenge for Todd McClellan? Yeah, that's a challenge I probably make. I don't think it's, you know, I like I don't agree with it and I don't think it's a good challenge that I think like I think it was a good goal and that's the, the way that call should be every time but but it's not so for Todd McClellan I understand why he makes the challenge yeah and and, you know of course one of the new wrinkles I guess and I'm still vaguely trying to remember this like the goaltender interference is the penalty is the offside challenge a penalty or is that that your timeout or is it no so what happened is and it's just I guess Apparently coming into last season, which was 15 years ago, (laughs) if you all remember, um, this was changed. So you could go into you instead of costing the 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 timeouts, no longer a thing. Now it's just you fail the you fail the thing, you get a penalty. And if you challenge and fail twice, it becomes a double minor. And every challenge after that is a double minor after that. Now, this was something that came in at the beginning of last season. So, and then 2020 being what it was, we just, you know, <laughs> it was just something that we didn't see. So we kind of all just forgot because, because even I was like, wait a minute, why are they making two challenges? Um, but again, yeah, it was just, it's something that came in uh, at the beginning of last season. But again, beginning of last season was 15 years ago. I'm not surprised we all forgot it was a thing. Um, I, and I've never seen anything, you know, we, and we haven't seen it. So if you don't see it, it's kind of one of those things where it's, you know, you just kind of it slips your mind and you just think, oh, well, that's the way it should be. And and it got me too. like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend, you know, because I saw the rule change after that, you know, I was on board. I was like, wait, what's going on here? But yeah, the, the new rule is that you can make as many challenges as you want. But the first challenge you fail is a two minute penalty. And then every challenge you fail after that is a double minor. So obviously not something that you want to you don't want to fail two challenges in a row so obviously coaches are probably going to be conservative with it and um i didn't think there was conclusive like that was conclusively offside but i think the thing that we always have to remember is that we are we see the, the angles on the broadcast but the the refs do have more angles than the broadcast does so they're right. looking at 
likely they're looking at different angles than we are. I didn't see a conclusive offside there, but you know, the, the broadcast camera angles are obviously all wonky and all over the place. I'm pretty sure the refs have a one that's right down the blue line that we don't see, unfortunately. Um, and we should see it, but we don't. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not going to argue it too much. It was really close. Um, but I didn't see conclusive, but you know, again, we, we see that on an angle, you know, um, camera shot of the blue line. And it's really hard to see what's what there. Um, yeah, that so. Yeah, the the angles that they showed on the broadcast, I mean, I was having a tough time trying to follow the puck. I think even Randy Hahn mentioned it to Teddy. He's like, "Where can you see the puck there?" Uh, especially since it was so far uh, from the bench side. But again, it's, it's like, it's tough, the, tough. but right, right, you see it from that that curvy ass camera that you know, and and obviously things are going to look, you know, things look different obviously from that angle, right? Um. But, you know, the refs do have, pretty sure the refs have a camera that goes right down the blue line that they have access to that we don't. And it sucks because, like, again, I think for the, you know, the benefit of the people at home, it would be nice if we could all see, you know, all the angles and stuff. But, you know, it is what it is. Right, right. And that negated a uh, nice one-timer from Dylan Gambrell to who could have made it 3 nothing, but it was taken back on the uh, – on the offsides challenge call. Um, Want to get your thoughts on Martin Jones uh, tonight with uh, coming in and he's, he's played, you know, a multitude of games. Uh, I, I got to pull up the stats for his like last seven, but he has he's been had, on a, a good, really run. good stretch. Yeah. He's, he's had a really good stretch of games. Um, the problem is, and here's, here's the danger, right? And, and I, I don't want, man, we won. We're like on a three game winning streak. <laughs> and I'm going to be a downer here, but, here I go. Everyone, Dang get it. your popcorn and Dang it, ready to throw at me. Um, but we've seen Martin Jones have good stretches of games before, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like I, I think he's been really good of late. But has my opinion, like my overall opinion of Martin Jones changed? Over No. No. I, you're right. I mean, he's he's... He's totally promised to be different. Everything's going to be better this time. Right? Like, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 30 safe shutout on the night here. You know, he... Uh... Yeah, and it was a good game, and he's had some. He's had a good stretch of games, but we've seen him have good stretches of games, and then the problem is they don't last. Right. So, like, I think the real danger here for this team right now is they continue on this streak... And then they think, actually, wait, wait, which way is the wind blowing today? Oh, actually, nothing's wrong. This isn't reset <laughs> after all. We're, we're good. Right, right. It's like this, this is can this is where it can be really deceiving. It's like, yes, they played well against the Blues. Yes, they played fairly well against Vegas, but they've fallen apart against them. But. Now you're going into a stretch where you're you're going to be going back and forth between the the California teams, where I think they've only lost once against Anaheim and L.A. It can be a little deceiving. Mm -hmm. Now, be it as it may, are you are you trying to um, do you do you, how would you take wins here? I mean, if if you're expected to play well against these teams. 
do you need a dominant win or a win like tonight where they play very well, they control the game for the most part, get good defense, good goaltending, get a splash of offense? I mean, what what would it take for for it to be uh to make you go okay now now i can tell these guys mean something hmm. because I, I i don't know because like i just feel like look at i think look i'm not trying to like take away like i'm happy like am i happy they're winning <laughs> yeah i'm happy they're winning like i like watching good sharks games like i would rather Absolutely. come on here after a win then come on here after shellacking where everything's terrible. Like, maybe I do better shows when everything's terrible, but, like, I think you just have to, like, it's one of those things where if if you go on a run, like, you're playing with host money, you just need to acknowledge you're playing with host money, that, that nothing's magically better. Like, what is this team? Is this team the sum of its last three or four games, or is it the sum of its last two seasons? Right? Like, I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm just, you got to keep it real, right? That's what we always do. Keep it real, teal. Right. Keep it, yeah, keep it real, keep it real. <laughs> you know, and that's all I'm saying. Like, I, I don't think, I think you enjoy it, but I don't think, like, you don't think, like, oh, ev- actually, everything's better, and this is the real team, and the team that, you know, those, those other games, they don't matter anymore. Like they, you still like, if you're from a, from a team constructor, or, you know, you, you go into the, you don't, you don't look at this team right now and then suddenly decide, well, okay, now we're buyers, right? <sighs> like you just, you let it ride. You don't buy, you don't do anything stupid. No. You let it ride. You enjoy what you get. Like if, you know, whatever you're going to get from this team at this point, you enjoy it. Like, mm-hmm. This team, like, so let's say, so let's say they, they make the playoffs, okay? Okay. You're playing Vegas or Colorado. Okay. What's the likely outcome there? We upset Vegas. That's how I'm no, Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. I would happily take that and, you know, and, and, and never let anyone forget that they did it. Um, <laughs> but like it's it's hard right it, this is this is like the dangerous place to be right because you it's like almost easier being awesome or terrible right it's, it right. sucks to be this fringe playoff you know maybe you make it maybe you miss by a point like that's that is the that's the real worst place in the NHL to be right. it's better to be awesome where like you're a cup favorite or absolute crap like you win either way in that situation being that fringe team that you know either makes the playoffs or has like really low lottery odds and you kind of just tread water like we've seen teams do this right right and and here's here's the thing though it it totally throws the whole new format to the um to uh to the draft lottery where if you are from 11 to you know the eleven worst teams in the playoff or that don't make the playoffs, you right? Know, have a chance at the number one pick. So if you're if you're twelve to if you're twelve to fifteen, you might as well go for it because you're not going to get a shot at at the number one pick. Yeah, but you don't want to like you don't want to 
but you don't want to burn assets, right? That's and that's True. all I'm saying. Like I think that at this point, like the Sharks, they're doing right now. Like especially again, strength of schedule, mm-hmm. right? Like they have the weakest, they have the or the strongest, depending on half full, half empty. That is the that that is the you know that is the schedule they have to play. They're playing two really crappy teams six more times that they've actually yep. played really well against. So, you know, they could hypothetically get in there. Now you still have to jump two teams. Right. With all the points being in the division, like that still, even with the the schedule being what it is and favoring the Sharks, jumping two teams, like they've already jumped one, but jumping two more teams, that's not easy because again, you know, three point games, whatever, like all those points are in the division. Like so the teams that you're trying to get jump over, uh, being the Coyotes and the Blues, obviously, like they're not going to go and lose a game against someone outside the division, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to lose a game against Florida that that helps you because, you know, obviously not another team in the division isn't getting those points. So th- that's that's the tricky thing, right? Right. And, and the other part is I kind of look at it. Remember the 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 sharks oh nine okay they... i'm getting i'm getting railed in the chat here okay okay so three weeks ago oh, i was boy. saying the sharks had no chance yeah okay but like <laughs> three weeks ago they were how many points out of a playoff spot like like 11 points out right like so obviously we have to talk about like what am i like um, i guess you know was i wrong maybe i will be wrong maybe i won't be who knows but the thing is is i can't when we come on the show like i come on the show and i tell you what's going on at the time right now there's three points out of a playoff spot is it possible yeah i mean i can't deny it's possible they've got a easy schedule um you know they have an easy schedule going forward whatever but you know is that a good thing i don't know let's see but here's the thing and i'll do my best to kind of defend you in this sense because Again, three weeks ago, they were 11 points out. They looked like dog crap. They looked like they just weren't interested at all. In yeah. in those three weeks, they've turned it on. I mean, Eric Carlson went from, my gosh, you know, I think we were, I think AJ mentioned on Pucknologist, you know, he's, he's set to be only 17 points for the season. Where's all the offense? Why can't we stop a puck or anything? Both goalies kind of found their way a little bit here. I mean, yes, there were there were the the eggs that were laid in in Glendale, Arizona last weekend. But if you take the the stretches of of uh, you know, they played fairly well against Vegas before they fell apart. They mm-hmm. you know they played well against L.A. They they played decently against St. Louis. I mean. Th- they're finding their ways and outside those those little rough losses they're on a run sure but at the same time you dug yourself such a deep hole that you have to question a lot of things also you you have guys going in and out of the lineup although granted it, that's kind of stabilized a little bit you're not seeing you know I mean yeah you're, you Jeffrey VL uh played his uh third game in the NHL tonight, but I mean, you you've seen the likes of Blickfield, Gregor, mm-hmm. Shalevsky, 
you know, you've seen those guys get their their chances now. Now the roster's kind of solidifying a little bit more, and they're kind of they're kind of co- playing with cohesiveness, but they can also be, you know, move around in the lineup. But you find lightning in a bottle. I mean, tonight it was Hurdle, Balsers, Meyer. You know, who knows what the next game it could be. It could be Meyer, Couture, or excuse me, it could be Kane, Couture, LeBanc, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Skyler with the Super Chat donation, and this is one of his two. Just remember, folks, it could be worse. Hashtag Ottawa. Yeah. You know, so. You're kind of in limbo. At least that's how I look at it, because it's like, yes, am I excited for a three game win streak and to be three points out? Yes. But could that kind of hinder the quote unquote reset, which I think a lot of us think that this team needs right now? It depends on it. it, Could it? Yeah, but it really there's more to there's more to like resetting or whatever than just getting a really high draft pick. Right. Right. It's how you it's how you go forward. And I think that to me, like that's that's what would concern me. Right. Like, I think this offseason you have to buy out Martin Jones. And, you know, having like taking this run and then being like, oh, actually, Martin Jones is is good. Right. Mm -hmm. Like he's he's good now. It's everything's better. It's all better. No, it's probably not. That's that's the reality, right? right? Like, so it's not it's not an issue of oh well they didn't get a high draft pick so everything's completely screwed now. No, I mean high draft pick super helps. Don't get me wrong, but I think you wouldn't want to take a, a like I said a, just a hot run now, and then completely ignore what happened the last two, like overall the last two seasons, right? Like the entire body of work. You don't want to take that and, you know, like decide you're a contender or something, right? Like I still think like even if they, even if you make it like, okay, so you make it. Great, right? Maybe you get completely destroyed. Maybe, you know, maybe you pull an upset. But are you, you know, is this... Does that team like I do you do you look at this team and, and say, wow, you know, if, if they can just get past Vegas, they're they're set because I don't No, I, I don't think that they can. I mean, I don't if you were to be a betting person, there's no way I'm putting money on the Sharks over Vegas. That being said, yours truly said, I think, on the season preview uh, that they would sneak in and upset Vegas in round one. Now, anything's possible, but I mean... Anything's possible. But I could win the lottery tomorrow. I hope so. hope so, but chances are I won't. Yeah, same here, <laughs> you know, but... Uh, but that, that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not trying to say, like, you know... I, again, I'm not trying to be a, a downer. I just think, like, you want to... You don't want to overreact to a hot stretch against some mediocre te- mediocre to bad teams that's all i'm saying yeah. you, you just gotta you just gotta kind of slowly roll a little bit because you, you don't want to get crazy about it now if they go on a nine game winning streak 
I mean, you, you do have to take some positives out of that for sure. So, all right, let's get to some of the comments of the uh, coming from the dressing room in Staples Center. Uh, Bob Bugner's first up, Timo was a threat every time he was on the ice, and that can only help his confidence. I think we've been in a lot of games this year, and we've let lead slip in the third. Now we're winning a lot of battles. Uh, and he continued on with uh, Jones is giving us the right saves at the right time and has been one of our better players over the last three yeah, weeks. Yeah, hell. There was the power play where he was the best player on the power play. Like, like Martin Jones had a hell of a game tonight. Like, I'm not trying to take anything away from, like, the game that he played tonight. Again, it's the it's the whole body of work. I'm not taking away from anything tonight. Yeah, and and he, made, he had a, two sets of two saves where he was – making some acrobatic moves there he's really yeah he had a gotten... game like i'm not again i'm not saying he had a bad he had a great game he's had he's, he's had a again a really really good stretch of games lately like he's definitely he's earned all the starts that he's been been getting like you know he's he's made the most of the opportunities that he's been getting given over the past probably 20 games right and um, Jones is saying the way we've been playing, we could go on a bit of a run here and see where we're at in a few weeks. And that's the thing. Because of where they've been, they're starting to get a little bit of the confidence going with them. Uh, Meyer, we're starting to find each other on the ice. It was fun out there with them tonight, but we got to keep working our game defensively. Yeah, like on paper, that, like, I, you know, at the start of the season, if you would have told me that it was going to be um obviously balsers wasn't on the team at the start of the season because of the waiver claim but like if you'd have told me it was gonna be hurdle balsers and meyer at the start of the season i've been drooling over that line <laughs> that line should be good like you, you want like a good like a good you know pushing play line like that is a line that i would expect to do that and you know uh, kudos to whoever wanted to pick up balsers off off of waivers they knew they they had lost an asset with that Eric Carlson deal, but uh, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I forget who said it, and forgive me, forgive me for not saying, but I mean, I think it was Kevin saying, you know, Balsers is kind of on a twenty goal pace if this was an eighty two game season, which is which is nice yeah, to have I, the death scoring that we we obviously been missing. I I I like I like Rudy Balsers. I've always liked. Um, like Balsers. I, I think he's, you know, I, I, I like the way he plays. Um, you know, I don't know what the 20 goal pace, but I mean, he's been, yeah, like he's been really good. Yeah. Uh, I think he's been good anyway. Yeah, no, and I I knew that was one piece that the Sharks were reluctant to get let go uh, in that deal. Uh, Jordan Furtado, good to see you again, my friend. I know you've been in here before, but thank you for the uh, $20 super chat donation. Listen, this team is dangerous. I've been calling this three weeks ago, which which is true. The season will come down to call to the Colorado series and the Yotes at the end. You might have to yeah, remind I mean, that down for foreseen points. For sure. I, I mean, look at the, again, uh, strength of schedule is definitely in the Sharks favor. Uh, so we'll see what they do. Yeah. You know, and and you know the the thing is is that you know it could be that next man up it could be you know tonight it was Timo Meyer finally getting off the schneid you know 
lately, you know, Ryan Donato was on a long schneid, and now he, he had like three goals, I think, within his last eight, nine games. I mean, it's good it's good to see that. And, and it's always good to see that we're also getting, you know, those little pieces coming through. I mean, Gambrell's improved himself a little bit too. You know, uh, Sorensen had some decent looks tonight, uh, although it looks like, you know, <laughs> we keep hearing those, oh, he's going to look great in Calgary Flame red and, red and gold, you know. Uh, and, and hockey church checking, and we always said on TTG that Balsers was the one who got away. Yeah, look, at, I think the thing with Balsers, because I saw something else in the chat there, um, and the thing, the thing with Balsers, um, as comparable to Norris, like, I like Josh Norris too. Josh Norris is going to be the better between the two players. Balsers is just one of those guys who's, again, like the Sharks have been able to find. He was, you know, he's a fifth round pick. He's a, you know, he was one of those late round, I believe that he was going to be one of, you know, another one of the Sharks late round gems. Um, like, is is he, you know, is he going to be a better player than Josh Norris? No, probably not. But um, I still, you know, I, I still thought he was a guy that, was gonna be an NHL player. Yeah, I, I thought either one of them uh, were gonna be were gonna be uh, key pieces down the road, uh, for sure. Uh, of course, you know we're we're getting Kevin Simmons saying, and, and AJ, I hope I do do you well with uh, the one that got away was Stutzla. There you go. You're welcome, AJ, for that one. Uh, but you know, uh, hey. It's one of it's the fun thing about sports. You just never know. You just never you just never know on what on what players and and teams can do. Uh, I mean, no one would have expected what St. Louis did in 2019, and I'm not saying that this is where you know the Sharks are going to be repeating that because that's you talk about you know lot of lot of winning you know. Um, I would honestly say, no, I look at no but, one would like to see that more than I would. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, like, uh, but this team is on a good run. We'll take it as it is and go with it. You know, Sharks win three, nothing over Los Angeles, a team that w had a big streak themselves going on. And now, you know, find them, you know, find themselves looking at the Sharks above uh, in the standings. So, ah, <sighs> So much fun. So if you're new here, thanks for joining us. You know, we have 46 watching. Uh, uh, hit that subscribe button. It does go a long way. Donations always welcome on the Super Chat, as you've seen with Jordan and Skyler. Thank you very much. But we also accept a donation on Venmo at Teal Town USA. And that gets, uh, you know, very, very, uh, your very favorite segment. Uh, but... <sighs> What what do you, what do you what can you do with this team now? You know, yes, you won three nothing. You play again tomorrow. You have that stretch, but again, you know, it's I it's, think it's just you know how how do you how do you look at it if if it is teams that you should be beating and you've been beating like like um Benjamin, thank you for correcting me eight one and one against the other California teams? I think that you, I don't know. I look at, I think, I think 
that the plan probably shouldn't change. I think that if you get an offer for a guy at the deadline and the offer is good, I think you you take it. I don't think you buy. I think if you can if look at if you, if they can get in there, you if you can get in there playing with house money, you do it. But you don't you're, you're this isn't when you put your chips in. Right. Right. Well, like I said, I I picture the 09 Ducks going up against the President's Trophy winning Sharks. You make moves that should be better for your team, not necessarily um, moves that are going to be like a win now trade, if that makes any sense. I mean, the Sharks traded away. Yeah, no, I think I, I don't think the plans change. I think if if the Sharks get an offer for a guy at the deadline and the offer is for good value, and Doug Wilson, that's one thing Doug Wilson has done is gotten good value. I think you do it. I think. You know, some people are going to come and scream and be like, oh, Doug Wilson just gutted this team. And, you know, if if they're playing well at the time, oh, Doug Wilson, you know, completely just derailed the playoff push. Yeah, that's fine. But really, that's I still think that's the play. Yeah. I completely concur on that. Uh, Jordan Furtado with another Super Chat donation. L.A. Who, we smacked him around. And Jones playing like an animal. Ride the wave, boys. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. Like again, you, if if like you obviously you want the team to continue playing well. Like I would like the team to continue playing well. I like watching shark games that are entertaining. Um, you know, and sharks games are generally more entertaining when they win, <laughs> right? So, preferably. Um, but again, but you don't, but you don't derail the future for a short good run. Gotcha. Uh, Steve Rector with the question uh, I would have is. That Ian, what is it? Is what about Dubnik? Because he was garnering interest apparently, but we don't have an NHL backup ready tender unless we force it a bit. Um, I think that um, I don't know. I mean, you could always you could look at has this team this team has rode Jones hard before. I I think if if you get an offer that you can't refuse for Deb and Dubnik, you absolutely take it. And then bring up, you know, you can rotate whoever's going to be behind. If you want to get a look at a guy like um, it seems like it looks like Cornash has had somewhat of a bounce. I haven't really seen enough. I'd probably want Kevin's opinion more than that. But if you want to get a quick look at a guy, I mean, that's the time you do it. Right. Right. But again, like you, you could trade Dubnik and ride Jones to the end. Like, I don't think that's that's a problem they've done it before yeah uh jeez uh aj saying road jones hard before hashtag phrasing well <laughs> Ro- road that joner oh. yeah no i think i i think if you i i think if you get it like again you if you get the right offer then then you move guys at this point i i, I really believe you do um, you know, people can disagree, and that's fine, right? You know, and and like Al is saying, from who the Sharks would have to retain salary to trade him, not necessarily because he's well. He, they already retained. They said they're they have. Well, they've also they've also you know the Sharks have also said that they're not afraid of of taking on some salary at the deadline. Right. So, I I don't think that's completely out of the question. Again, you know. 
Um, Dubnik's only here for the, for the year. I think he's a UFA at the end of the year. So that money comes up. You know, even if you retain on Dubnik, you have the cap space to do it. And it comes off the book at the end of the year anyway. Right. Who, who in your mind right now, in your thoughts, and I know it's it's been hit or miss with with everything, with the, uh, the AHL and everything. Who do you, in your mind, do you think is ready? Is it... Melnichuk? Is it Cornernosh? Uh, the Kevin Lacey question. I, I honestly have no idea. Gotcha. But you know, it, it, no, I, 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 I have from I've I've read some I've heard that Cornernosh just had a pretty good season, but that's that's a question that's better for like Kevin Lacey to be the guy to answer that because I honestly I'm not. I have no idea. Gotcha. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna budget just to try and look smart on a podcast. But you are smart. You are a smart Canadian robot, my friend. All right. Well, sure. When I when I know things. <laughs> uh, Jerry F. Thank you for your donation. Let's get to the uh, wrap around really quick. Capitals beat the Devils two one in overtime. Uh, you had uh, Dmitry Orlov with the game winning goal there. In a shootout, the Leafs beat the Jets two to one. The Leafs now get to. Uh, 51 points uh, on the campaign there. Calgary, again, you know, loses to the Oilers 3-2. to two. In this one, McDavid, of course, gets the game winner in that one. Uh, the Blues lose in regulation 3-2 to two to the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, McKinnon got two goals in, in that one. Uh, the one that really hurts for those on team playoffs, the Coyotes beat the Ducks 4-2 to two in this one. Aiden Hill continuing a uh, good run there. And the Sharks, of course, shut out the Kings. What does that do for the standings? Well, the teams got flipped around a little bit in, in the Western Division. Uh, you know, L.A. goes to 7th at 34. San Jose's at 36. They're three points back of Arizona who leapfrogs St. Louis to get to 39. Uh, they're slowly going up the regulation win mark, but honestly, if this team were to make the playoffs, they got to try to win it uh, outright with points, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, for definitely. <laughs> like, but, you know, I don't know. But again, I th- I don't think it changes anything. I still think, like I said, you sell. You're you're a 500 hockey team today. Yep. Uh, 16, 16, and four on the campaign. Uh, 36 points. Uh, granted, your goal differential still minus 18. I can't believe Anaheim's goal differential is a minus 42. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Well, they yeah. I mean, they've only scored eighty-five goals, right? And, like, and that's that, a big part of it. Yeah. I mean, they've they've let in a, they've let in they've let in a ton of goals as well, but they've scored. I don't like has how many teams have scored less than them? Buffalo. Uh, you said eighty-five. Let's see. Jersey and Buffalo. Yeah, are Jersey the only and Buffalo that have scored less goals than the Ducks this year. Yikes! That's insane. That's absolutely insane. 85 and then you see like a team like nashville who hasn't even hit the is like a minus 17 in goal differential you know is currently you know clinging onto a playoff spot 
going up against Chicago in the Central. But I mean, you know, Arizona is one that hasn't hit the triple digit mark. Boston, there you go. Boston, the East Division, eighty nine goals. Granted, yeah. they granted they've done pretty well in, in stopping goals for going in. You know, so. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, I think that brings a close to everything here on this evening. Uh, in case you missed anything, when you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and of course, always available at tealtownusa.com. With that, we'll bring a close to this one. Uh, Ian? Good to see you again, my friend. I know it's a little late over in uh, in your part of uh, Canada, but uh, your yeah. final thoughts and where the people can find you. Final thoughts. It was a good game. When the Sharks do good, it's good. Science. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, like, good night, everyone. Again. Good night, everyone. Uh, enjoy the, I don't know. Tip your waiter. In- enjoy the Jeffrey VL. Yes. There you go. But don't put him in gabriel on a line together please god don't <laughs> no no we, we 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 need the offense we, we we need as much offense as possible uh nothing offensive about that but uh but uh you can follow him at ian blogs hockey i'm at puck guy 14 on the twitter and the instagram we'll be back with you tomorrow night as the sharks play the du- uh, the ducks <laughs> The Kings, once again, in L.A. Uh, that is the same time, 7 p.m. Uh, the start time will be on here tomorrow. So for myself and Ian Reed and all of us at Teal Town USA, thanks for watching us. The Chompversation continues on the Discord channel. If you haven't already jumped over there yet, we appreciate each and every one of you. And until tomorrow night... Keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal. Have a good night, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow.